Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! Bring out the Zamboni! Refreshed by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Welcome back. It is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you for one hour. And uh, it's a day where we are just snorting heaps of narcissism, just cutting them up and enjoying them. And Jeremy Rutherford's participating in narcissism. Favorite memories of year one of Balloon Party. And he said his favorite memory via text was Jackson saying Ryan O'Reilly's hair was the same color as Ron Howard's. Again, just take just taking what I say and going. A I can mile play further. the audio back for you if I knew how to run the board. I would. <laughs> Joining us right now, and I mean, how about this? If we go out and have a couple of Zimas, we shut it down for three days. Chris yeah. Kerber was calling hockey on the air here literally earlier this morning when the Blues went and beat the Canucks and uh, then probably got to Seattle at, oh, I'm going to say, God, I'm going to go in St. Louis time. 2.30 St. Louis time? That might be a little too early. And he's up doing this with us. Good morning, Chris Kerber. Morning, Tim. How are you? What time, St. Louis time, did you arrive at your hotel in Seattle? Uh, that would have been at about 4.30 oh, wow. St. Louis time. Oh, my. Oh, my. And here What's you are, uh, arriving punctually for nitwit hour on our show. I couldn't be more grateful, sir. <laughs> well, you, it, it's that important to me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how about what's going on here? I mean, again, last week we're talking, well, you know, nice win last night, but maybe after they will beat the Predators and Oilers, Flames, Canucks, the road trip, the boys getting it together, and Jordan Cairo with the hat trick. Uh, what are you seeing, and what went well specifically last night? Well, you, you know what? I, I think that... Uh... I think they are taking the the line from the movie Old School. We're going streaking a little too far. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like five streaks of four games or more, losing or winning so far this season, and we're not even like halfway know, through. It, yeah, that's that, that's kind of the crazy part about that. But uh, no, they, you know what? They're uh, uh, they're playing well. I think they, they're locking things down defensively. They they've made things uh, you know in front of the net to focus and. No matter what, forget the fact that this is a five-day road trip and, you know, the back-to-backs, whatever part of it, or five-game road trip. In the history of, of the Blues, going to Western Canada and, and sweeping the Western Canadian part of Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver in any order is actually very rare. So the Blues have only done that a handful of times. So it, a great win last night. Uh, the special And, and I, really, I really think so much of this is coming down to the, the penalty kill is has been a lot better here over the last few games. And to me, the penalty kill set the tone with Pareko's penalties in the first two periods. 
um, that uh, I, I just think, or in the first period yeah. last night, that it it set the tone and it helped them get their game going. And and they're playing well. And there's there is a calm about this team that's that's pretty good. So the fact that you could go into Seattle tonight, you know, Seattle's been playing better. They're playing a lot better than they were in Game Three, but. You can go into Seattle tonight and and somehow get a point or, or get two. Man, are you playing with house money going into Vegas on Friday? Yeah, boy, I'm telling you, you are correct. As I was saying in the first segment, if you would have said at the beginning of the trip, six points, you're not going to get any more, you're not going to get any less, but you get six points, I said, I would have taken that. Uh, and now here you are in a spot where you have two more games and an opportunity with four points before you head back home for Christmas Eve. Blues and Kraken tonight. Chris Kerber will be on the call with pregame 8 p.m. right here on 101 ESPN. I don't, I, not to say that there would be any update, but certainly uh, after the high of Cairo having the hat trick, uh, took the hit last night from uh, Burroughs with about a minute and a half uh, left, and then out comes Nathan Walker uh, to uh, try to tend to some business. Uh, your thoughts on that and any uh, information you may have on how he's doing? Well, you know what? I don't really have any information yet. He looked he looked okay when we got on the uh, the bus, you know, and, and into the hotel last night. But that doesn't really necessarily tell you a whole heck of a lot. Right. You, you start watching that, and you know, you you're in your final two minutes, and you're like, man, guys, don't in a five one game still against that team. Keep keep your head up because guys are going to get hit. And, and that's just a hit that, you know, it, it was clean, but it was solid. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed to sting, uh, to sting Jordan a little bit. So we'll see. There, there's not going to be a skate this morning. Nobody's going to the rink because of uh, how late we got in. So, because, uh, you know, it was snowing in Vancouver, so you had to, you had to de-ice. So that, that took forever. Oh, boy. Then you land, you had to clear customs, you know, when, when we landed here in Seattle. So that, that that's kind of the the nature of the beast and in, in, in traveling and back to back since during the winter time. But so we, we won't know anything for sure there. Now, if he can't go, the guy that's back and available to the team to play is Logan Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but boy, yeah, Jordan Kyra has been skating. He's been playing hard and he's been working to get the puck back. It's, it's the old back check thing. It's, it's getting back and putting yourself in a position, and when you retrieve the puck, it's amazing how the offense comes your way. Uh, Curbs, I want to get your perspective on more of a big-picture question on this. It, it speaks to the streaks. It also speaks to what Craig Berube took over uh, in back in 2018 and what we have seen here this year. Uh, he has presided over a few up-and-down years and tends to get the team on track each year. The average shelf life of an NHL coach, something like two and a half years. Um, how is he able to keep his message fresh and keep his room in line each year, in your opinion? You know what? I don't know how fresh the message is because the message from him remains the same. Uh, and he was saying some things in, in the last few days, especially going into this road trip, that, that you did hear back in, in 2018 and 2019, and that is like – it. He goes, if you don't play for your teammate, if you don't play and, and make it a team-first game, you're going to really struggle. And that was the kind of thing, the message that he had when he first took over the team, is, you know, don't look at the stat sheet. Look at the guy next to you and play for that guy. And that's something that resonates. But the reason I say I don't know how fresh it is, it, it's a simple message. I, I think I think what Craig Berube has to do, because it is a different team. I mean, they're – 
there, there's a lot of hockey conscience that over the last three years has left via uh, ending of careers, via injury, via whatever, via free agency. And it's taken this team a little while to, to kind of figure out the exact style that they're going to need to play to be successful. But now, now that they're seeing some successes when they do it, you you can start to get the buy-in, and I and I think that's what's happening. I think I think they are starting to get the buy-in. But to, to me, Tim, it really just comes down to the fact that I think he put some line combinations together that seem to fit his style of play better. There's a there was a stretch in there. Now the last couple of games, you've seen a lot of ice time for Thomas and Kyrie, as you should. But because of the way he's playing O'Reilly and Saad and Levo, for example, and and what he's what you're seeing with Braden Shen now that Pavel Butchnevich is back in the lineup, you're you're looking at those things and and you're getting better matchups for Thomas and Kyra, and that's kind of letting those guys take yeah, over yeah. a lot of what happened last year. So, um, some some of it some of it's just healthy hockey. You know, you have Pavel Butchnevich back in the lineup. You've you've got a pretty full lineup. Some of it is tactical. You're playing, uh, you know, those are words, if you watch enough World Cup, you have to start saying things like tactical. Jackson's uh, our World Cup expert here. Yeah. Proud to be. <laughs> so they, um, uh, some of it is that because, for example, the penalty killing, and even though the penalty kill gave up the goals in Edmonton, you know, Craig Berube's still really happy with that. And then uh, and then you get some matchups, and when you get some favorable matchups, uh, all of a sudden, Things start to snowball your way. How much uh, do you think the reset of sorts helped uh, Jordan Bennington? Uh, you, you know what? I'm sure it, it probably helped him. I, I think that was also a lot of coach speak. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, because look, from a reset standpoint, all they did was instead of rotating for one game, they played Thomas Grice, which allowed them to actually stagger their goaltending. So, sometimes you do that. And you'll plan it based on the upcoming schedule. And, like, you know, right now we've got, the, for example, you know, our third back to back in a row tonight. So uh, I, I like Jordan Bennington's year. I know he got a little fired up. He got a little, you know, off track for probably two or three games. But aside from that, he, he's been good. He's been a leader. He's been fiery. I loved his comments to Jeremy Rutherford. Um, so. Yeah, to help him a little bit, sure. Get some a few practices to work on some things with Davey Alexander, sure. But uh, I really, you know, for me, Jordan Bennington has been has, has delivered what this team needed this year. Chris Kerber with us, kind enough to join us after arriving into Seattle at four thirty St. Louis time. And yeah, I forgot about the customs element going from. Oh yeah. The Canada to the U.S. Uh, early this morning, and then we'll be on the call right here on 101 ESPN of the Blues and Kraken, and they try to keep this thing rolling into Las Vegas Friday night before you guys get to return home. Curbs, we appreciate you getting up. What I know in St. Louis, people, he's not getting up early. He's getting up super early for him, and uh, and we appreciate you talking it over, and I know fans are fired up to hear about what's going on with this team. It's always great to talk with you, sir. Safe travels back to St. Louis after Friday night, and Merry Christmas to you and the family, brother. Yeah, you got it, Tim Jackson. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And uh, let's have a couple more fun days of games before we shut it down for the holiday. I love it. Sounds Absolutely. like a plan, man. There he is, the great Chris Kerber with us here, the voice of the Blues on 101 ESPN. Blues cracking tonight, pregame at 8 p.m. Well, you wanted it. You got it. This is the... 
Little Piddle's approval board. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything for alliteration. Purposes. That's been a theme for a year, though. Oh, and there's no alliteration. Right, right, the alliteration. The Little Piddle's approval association? Yeah. Oh, not I a fan. Well, I don't really sorry. want to associate. Guess my 20-year Hall of Fame career isn't good enough. Yeah, well... Wow. <laughs> you, you talked down to Doug this morning, you're talking down to me. Something's happening. Wow. Something's this developing. Guy, this guy, once you started vacationing with Marsh, you're like, we're going to we're gonna have a new world order in here. <laughs> in a new, in a new, in a new world order. World order. Uh, all right. Uh, your thoughts on Jackson and Marsh with the new world order. <laughs> and also, your favorite memories <laughs> of, uh, and Jeremy Rutherford was so nice of him to share his when he said, Ryan, oh, Jackson said, Ryan O'Reilly's hair color was the same as Ron Howard's. Yours are welcome at 6578. And Jackson's actually laughing at the text inbox today. I am. It's quite entertaining. There was one that we'll mention in the next segment that really tickled my fancy. Oh, now you're getting better at teasing, plus you formed a new world order with Marsh. Uh, all right, the Little Piddles approval board is next here on 101 ESPN.